taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our host and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey there, PPC friends. Welcome to another episode of PPC Rockstars. And as usual, I have a PPC Rockstar on the show. Uh, first time for this guest and uh, representing a slight shift in direction for her. I'm speaking of Jennifer Slegg, also known as Jen Star, who has recently launched a great PPC resource called the SEM Post. The SEM Post. So welcome, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. And uh, tell us uh, first, um, what went into this decision to start up this new blog? Well, when I stopped writing for Search Engine Watch, I still had a lot of people pinging me for tips and stuff they'd seen and had no real outlet of where to post it anymore. And so I just kind of decided, oh, well, maybe I'll just start up my own and yeah, it's been going really well. We've been getting a ton of PPC scoops that I'm sure you've been noticing. Yep. And yeah, traffic's good and people are good and we have a lot of contributor writers as well, including yourself. And yeah, yeah just, I'm having a lot of fun with it. You have managed to attract a, a stellar uh, group of uh, regular writers. Um, tell us a, a few of the names of the, the PPC-related writers you've got on staff. So we have Andrew Goodman, we have John Lee, Lisa Ressler, uh, Steve Hammer, who does a lot of uh, AdWords scripting related things, yep. uh, Carrie Albright, Gabe Quacky from Bing, who I'm probably annihilating his last name there, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mark Poirier, yep. uh, Shelley Ellis, Susan Walds, who is been amazing for getting all kinds of scoops for me yes and i think that's the last of the ppc specific people yeah i'm looking at the masthead right now and you've, you've captured it those are those are some big names so let's see we decided that we would talk about your favorite uh ppc posts over the past month or so and uh, we we just make sure the listeners were aware of these uh, important uh, articles on the SEM post. And let me just spell the uh, the name for you. It's T H E the S E M post P O S T dot com. Um, so kick us off here, Jennifer. Probably the one that got the most um, people excited about was. There was a post a week or so ago about local carousel results. And if a page had those local carousel, that's that thing, I think it looks horrifically ugly, but it's that, you know, black band on the top of the screen that, you know, you can scroll through and see various businesses. If that was on a page, the AdWords ads that showed below it got way more views. Just there was an eye tracking study. And it was like, as soon as that carousel showed up on a page, everyone ignored everything else except the AdWords ads directly underneath it. What was the source of the information? So I wrote the article, and it was actually an eye-tracking study that was done by Mediative. And it was just kind of one of those things I randomly happened to notice, and no one else seemed to be paying much attention to. But 
I just thought it was so interesting that as soon as those carousels were appear on the page, everyone just ignored everything else except those AdWords ads, which as an advertiser, you know, it's obviously a good thing. You want that carousel right. because then your ads are going to get that many more eyeballs looking on them. Right. Unfortunately, carousels are, oh, I'm trying to remember, I believe it's about 2% of local searches. It's not that high, but I can totally makes me wonder if we're going to see an increase in those carousels strictly because of that. Right. So the, the con- conspiracy theorist would say <laughs> that, you know, this is a, a move by Google's part to increase the revenue through uh, clicks on ads. Probably. You know, there's always a Google conspiracy theorist out there that, right. you know, but obviously Google makes good money at it. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, 2% of uh, local searches is pretty low. But I think if we... You know, it's something to watch. Mozcast does a great job of tracking that and to see if it eventually goes up. Right. Fascinating. Okay, let's move to the next one. What else uh, was popular? Uh, Just today, I posted, uh, Adobe did a, they do a quarterly global digital advertising report. And they discovered that from this time last year, Google AdWords CTR has gone up 18%. Wow. which is pretty significant. I was actually really surprised that it jumped up that much. And then when you look at specific industry areas, financial ads saw a 39% increase. Auto industry was, I believe, 29%, and travel was 26%. So that's some pretty significant CTR increases there. Yeah, it was blown away. I mean, obviously, there's so many reasons why this could be. Was it related to any, you know... On-page changes, is it more ads above the fold, more ads on the sidebar? You know, there's just so many variables that can go into it. But I was pretty impressed at the CTR that Google's managed to up it that much. Yeah. Maybe it's the carousels. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a joke. Just a joke. So I'm looking at the article, and it says that Adobe feels the CTR growth is attributed to more effective ads as they become more targeted. And... Um, you know, I've, I've noticed over the years, and I've been doing AdWords since 2003 or so, that um, there, were, there are fewer just atrocious ads. I'm, I'm not saying you can't find them any, anymore uh, because it's, it's not too difficult to find really bad ads. Um, but, I, but I am certainly noticing that I'm seeing fewer of them. And also, I, I do a fair amount of uh, audits uh, auditing AdWords accounts, and I'm seeing fewer uh, crazy bonehead mistakes. <laughs> and and uh, I, the, the point I'm trying to make is that I think that uh, uh, as a whole, the advertising community has become, uh, let's say, more skilled or uh, making making fewer mistakes than uh, in, in years past. How do you feel about that? Definitely. I mean, quality score also has a big role into that, that you know, those horrific ads that would have gotten lots of play, you know, two years ago are quality scored into an oblivion. So you don't really bad ads anymore because Google obviously wants the better ads because it increases, you know, the CTR rate for their searchers. Obviously, that's a good thing for Google and a good thing for AdWords advertisers if it's targeted. And it improves the search experience overall for Google searchers, right? Absolutely. But uh, financial industry is up 39% year over year. That's really broken it down a lot more to let it 
funds or is it, you know, stock market tips or just mortgages or general financial information? I think that would have been very interesting to see kind of what the trends were if that got broken down a little bit more. Yeah, another thing I'd love to see. What Do you recall when modified broad match was introduced? Was it uh, last year or the year before? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. Maybe two years ago now. Okay. I'm just wondering whether uh, uh, some of the CTR improvements are due to the fact that um, the advertiser community has caught on to the fact that uh, modified broad match is less dangerous than plain vanilla broad match in that uh, there are few, fewer bad matches and fewer uh, irrelevant ads displayed uh, in reaction to search queries. I mean, that definitely could be true. And it's a lot easier for advertisers when you don't have to, you know, look at everything when you're doing broad matching and make sure that every keyword you're hitting on is accurate. And, right. you know, I remember back in the day when we used to have negative keyword lists miles long, exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And so Google's getting a little bit better, or a lot better, actually, since way back in the day of handling that a little bit better. So we don't have to quite do as much scouring for all those little, you know, keywords that popped up that really shouldn't have popped up. Right. And then then uh, another uh, figure from this article that's interesting is that there there was a, a higher increase in CTR in Great Britain. Yeah, that really surprised me, and I'm not exactly sure why that is. Yeah. I don't know it's if even, it's something to do with – yeah, I don't know. I, I was kind of curious about that myself. I'm, I'm just going to go go out on a limb here and say that this is due to – mainly to increasing sophistication and skill of advertisers, You know, especially the ones that spend the most. I, I can't remember what, what the exact figure is, but there's a – a, a small number of, of sectors and advertisers that contribute the bulk of um, clicks and revenue to Google. For sure. And, my, I mean, Great Britain is, like, much smaller you, when you compare it to, you know, a country the size of the U.S., too. Sure. And so that could have a little bit of an impact, too. Or maybe it's just simply maybe they got some funky beta test going on over there, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's possible. Hey, listen, speaking of funky beta tests, we've got some uh, important announcements from our sponsors to, to cut to right now. So, Jen, hold on, and listeners, don't go away. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with Jen Sleg, um, talking about uh, the the best or most most important articles from her blog, the SAM Post. Um, and we've covered a couple. Let's go to the third, Jennifer. The third one would probably have to be the new local number call extensions that Google has been doing. Right. A lot of people have been having the success with call extensions and for local businesses and stuff. But there was always the problem that if people saw a 1-800 number or a 1-88 number or something that didn't appear to be a local number, they'd think, oh, maybe this really isn't a local company even if it could just be right down the street. Right. So something they're doing is introducing call tracking that will have a local number that will be the same area code as where the business is located to try and you know, make it a little bit more appealing for some of those customers who might be leery to click on, you know, a toll-free looking number for a local business. Now, okay, yeah, this is really important. And uh, um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of call extensions uh, and, and of uh, call conversions in general. Um, now, I, I was, I thought I read in the official Google announcement that um, Local numbers would be provided or displayed automatically for um, advertisers that were using local numbers as the forwarded to number yes. uh, in their campaigns. Is that true? Yes. So as long as you have a local number that is like the end number that Google is connecting with, it will show a local area code number if there's one available. But if you're a business and you're already using a 1-800 number that Google is forwarding or a toll-free number that Google is forwarding, they will continue using that toll-free number instead. Right. So the um, action item for advertisers is uh, if you're using a toll-free number in your call extensions and you want to take advantage of this new feature, you should switch to a local extension. Um, so just basically go into the um, setup for the call extension and switch the number to uh, a local extension. And um, another aspect that I like of this is that if if a local extension that exactly matches 
um, the area code of your forwarded to number is not available, Google will provide one that is nearby. Yes. So um, I can't remember all of the area codes in or the yeah the area codes in New York, but anyway, you get the picture. Yeah, and I mean yeah. So if you are in New York, it'll try to provide one closer to you. I imagine New York they probably have pretty covered for all the various area codes, and sure. I imagine as they see what what. Now, advertisers are using these. They will probably expand those numbers as well. And they do have plans, I believe, to introduce it internationally as well. Excellent. Yeah, this is a big one. I really, really um, am glad that Google rolled this out. And uh, it reminds me that there was another article. I can't remember exactly what the um, source was, but there was an article that came out yesterday about the future of call extensions. Uh, I think it was the Avalanche blog. Um, with some interesting conjecture about where Google is going to go with call extensions, and it all sounds great to me. Yeah, I mean, call extensions are great because formerly it was really hard for advertisers to be able to know, oh, this person didn't look me up in a phone book or didn't get the number off our website, but actually the online advertising we're doing through Google is paying off. And I think that's why they really had to do something with call tracking because Otherwise, advertisers are kind of like, well, we can't really tell if this is working for us or not. Right. And uh, Google still has a way to go. Well, I mean, the the advertising world and Google uh, still have a way to go to um, make sure that every uh, response is is, uh, tallied and reported. Uh, I really love the, the new website call tracking that Google rolled out for free. I don't know if that's one of the articles that you were going to mention. Yeah, they did that, hmm, what was it, three weeks ago? Yes. Just pretty recently. Yeah. And yeah, that's and this is another great feature because especially, it's only tracking, obviously, if you're on a mobile phone, so it's tracking when you're calling through to the number. But again, even for non-advertisers, that's really handy to have because it shows that your local listing is working. And it also has the added thing that when advertisers are seeing that their local listings are working well, they might be encouraged to maybe try some paid ads as well. Truly. Hey, let's go to the next one. This is great. So the next one would probably be that Google has started testing extensions on their right sidebar ads. Pretty much most of the extensions have been primarily in, you know, the top block above the, you know, the very top of the search results. But we noticed that Google started doing um, a search bar for stock photos, I believe was the original one. So you can cert- do a search bar right within your AdWords ad, but that shows on the right-hand side. Yep. And I'm hoping this will eventually mean that we're going to see some more of the extensions showing up in that sidebar. Especially, there's a lot of companies that just can't, it's just so competitive that it's really hard to get one of those top three spots. Right. Yeah, that's, that's a, um, an important move on Google's part. And uh, just underscores the fact that um, advertisers who take full advantage of uh, as many extensions as possible are, are going to be the winners. And it also underscores to me that um, there's more and more real estate being taken over by ads. Um, the carousel uh, move that we just talked about and uh, the extensions on the sidebar, uh, I, I feel sorry f- for SEO practitioners because it's, more, it's tougher and tougher to get real estate on the search results page, period. I'd love to see that Definitely. quantified someday. 
Well, there's a, I believe it might have been Moz that did a mock-up of the Google search results if it had all these different aspects of it, whether like showing images on the, the search result page and news results and knowledge graph and ads. And, and it was quite interesting to see just how far the organic search results would be down on the page if Google implemented everything at once on one particular search result. Right. Well, I'm happy about it. Yeah, all advertisers should be pretty happy because <laughs> theirs are always going to be number one. Hey, Jen, we have to cut to a, um, another set of uh, sponsor messages in a second, but um, we have enough time to talk about uh, the Twitter handles that you maintain. And um, uh, w- w- what are the Twitter handles and, and um, which ones do you post to regularly? So my personal Twitter account is at GenStar, and that's pretty much where I'm most active. I go when I go to conferences. I'm live tweeting. I was at a actual local Bing Ads event uh, earlier this week, and I was live tweeting all kinds of crazy stats that they were showing up. And yeah, so especially if there's any industry conferences going on, you can usually find me live tweeting all kinds of fancy tidbits. And I do tend to hit up a lot of the ad sessions as well. Uh, I also have, obviously, the SEM Post has a Twitter handle. It's probably a little bit neglected right now because I've come off three weeks of travel. Uh-huh. I was at SMX East and then PubCon, and now I was at this Bing event uh, earlier this week. So I'll be getting back on that. <laughs> Great. And th- those are really important resources, uh, the one- ones that I check uh, frequently all-, all day, every day. Uh, so listeners, uh, among the many uh, Great sources of PPC information. I, I highly recommend GenStar and the SEM Post. Thank you. You're welcome. So uh, let's cut away to some important sponsor messages. Jen, we'll be right back, and listeners, stay with us. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, 
iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back, down to the wire with Jennifer Slake. And Jen, um, do you have one more article to talk about? I actually have two. I'm going to give okay. Bing ads a little bit of love here uh-huh. because people don't seem to talk about them nearly as much as AdWords, but I think they're really important for any PPC person wanting to kind of get the full realm of Me things. Too. Me too. They have been testing uh, two different things that I happened to notice this week while I was researching something else. They have been testing Twitter account followers in their ads, which I think they just totally got the one up on Google for this. Obviously, right. when you Google AdWords ads, it'll sometimes show your Google circle numbers, which, you know, Google Plus isn't, you know, as much as all us SEOs have to use it. It's, it hasn't gotten the traction that, you know, Twitter or Facebook has. So Bing Ads has added Twitter followers to their uh, Bing Ads, which is really awesome. I think it really goes a lot further than showing circle numbers, Google circle numbers. And it's something they do automatically for uh, larger advertisers. And it really helps show that, oh, hey, these, this company has all these followers. They must be doing something right. Yeah. Hopefully, they're not all paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I agree. And the other thing Bing Ads has been testing is, you know, we're all familiar with the ratings that show up on ad, both AdWords and Bing Ads. Well, they've gone a step further, and it's something called consumer ratings annotations. And it's actually an additional ratings line that will show up in their uh, Bing Ads ad unit. And it details things like what the ratings are for their pricing or their customer service or their uh, return policy or their product selection. It's something that's live in the U.S. and Canada and I believe the U.K. now. And it's just an additional you know, way to give consumers confidence when they see a particular ad showing up for them. Wow, I missed that one completely. Yeah, that was just, I just noticed it earlier this week, so I posted it, I believe, yesterday. Huh, okay. Hey, listen, we have to come to a close soon. Um, How can people get in touch with you? Probably the easiest way is actually just on uh, Twitter, at GenStar. I pay attention to my ad replies. Or they can, there's a contact form on the SEM post as well where they can reach me. 
and uh, what con- uh, what uh, concerts conferences <laughs> will you be attending and, and uh, speaking at? Probably the next conference I'll be going to is SMX East or sorry SMX West. Obviously, uh-huh. I've just come off both speaking at PubCon and SMX East, and so we kind of have a nice conference lull here for a gotcha. little bit until until they, everything starts up again after Christmas. And will I be seeing you at any private uh, Microsoft or Google meetings soon? I think you just might see me again next week. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I figured. Well, that's great. I look forward to seeing you. As do I. Well, great. Thanks very much, Jen. This, this worked out really well, and uh, I'd love to do it again. Yeah, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. And listeners, always a pleasure to have you listening. And uh, come on back next week for another episode of PPC Rockstars. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.